This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Yesterday, U.S. Vice President Mike Pence toured the facility where General Motors and Ventec are making those ventilators. Joining him at the Kokomo, Indiana facility was Transportation Secretary Elaine Chow and GM CEO Mary Barra. But here's the thing that's grabbing everyone's attention. Pence wore a mask during the two-hour tour. He was slammed earlier this week when he visited the Mayo Clinic and did not wear a mask, even though it's required and everyone else around him was wearing one. In any case, GM's protocol at that facility is that everyone coming into the building has to wear a mask. And so it's good to see the vice president following that procedure. GM and Ventec received nearly $490 million from the U.S. government to make 30,000 ventilators by the end of August. And hey, I got a correction to make here. Yesterday, I reported that Tesla could run out of cash by Christmas. But some sharp viewers noted that I was counting Tesla's Q1 cash burn as if it were on a monthly basis, not a quarterly one. So I give a shout out to Raymond, Xander, and Earl for catching that. Also, a number of you wondered why I didn't point out that Tesla would have lost money if not for all the money it got for selling ZEV credits to other automakers. And it's true, Tesla would have lost money if it didn't count that. But selling credits has always been part of Tesla's business model, and you can't criticize the company from hitting its own goals. Speaking of Tesla, after Sandy Monroe finished his teardown of the Model 3, he sent a list of suggestions to Elon Musk on how he could improve and simplify the build and manufacturing process. Sure looks like Musk took those suggestions to heart. Jump forward to Sandy's teardown of the new Model Y, which is based on the three, and Monroe has been happy to see that some of his suggestions were implemented. One of those is the rear underbody, where numerous parts and components attach. On the Model 3, that section has 70 pieces that are stitched together. But that was reduced to just two parts on the Y with one large aluminum casting. But Tesla plans to reduce the amount of components in the Y even more. You may remember a story we covered on how Tesla is developing a huge casting machine for manufacturing vehicles. And that machine will make the same rear underbody in one shot. There's a lot more innovation that went into the Model Y. And if you'd like to see more, check out Monroe Live on YouTube to see Sandy's ongoing teardown. Automakers are starting new safety procedures before they restart production, but Ward's quotes experts who say social distancing guidelines will lead to quality issues because every process at those plants will be disrupted. Manufacturing plants have been designed so that employees have to be in close proximity to each other because space is at a premium. But social distancing rules mean workers will need more space, and not just on the floor, but also entering and leaving the building. And workers may not have the same dexterity they used to have because of protective equipment that they have to wear. And because of that disruption of operations, the experts expect quality issues to pop up. Well, maybe they ought to take a look at the quality system that the company Trumbull developed. It statistically monitors every process and machine in a plant and pings workers at every workstation with a device that tells them exactly how to tweak the equipment to make sure that everything's made right. We had Jeff Trumbull on our AutoLine After Hours show a couple of weeks ago, 
and you can catch that show and what he invented right now on our website or our YouTube channel. With social distancing in place, nobody can go to a car show right now. So Mercedes is hosting its own concours using Zoom, the video communications platform. Celebrities like Jay Leno and Martha Stewart will highlight their prized Mercedes Benzes and share a few things that they love about their car. The first ever concours de Zoom kicks off tonight at 5 p.m. Eastern Time or 2 p.m. Pacific. Bentley owners can now make their cars even more exclusive. A new package called the Styling Specification adds handmade carbon fiber components to the Continental GT hardtop and convertible and the Bentayga. The components include a front bumper splitter, side skirts, and metallic Bentley badges, a rear diffuser, and a trunk lid spoiler. The Bentayga also has the option for front air blades, wing vents, and mirror caps. Styling specification is available for order right now, and Bentley says it's going to offer the pack on the new Flying Spur in the future. Two days ago, I suggested that GM Ford and FCA ought to consider merging their powertrain operations together. They're making so many engines and transmissions that are almost exactly the same size. Let me give you one example. They all make a 2-liter Turbo 4. Ford's displaces 1,999 cc's, GM's is 1,998, and FCA's is 1,995. So, they're almost exactly the same size. Ford's bore and stroke is 87 by 83 millimeters, GM's is 86 by 86, and FCA's is 84 by 90. So, they're only millimeters apart. I think this is the perfect application for all three to decide on one design and go with that engine. So how do you figure which one to go with? Look, an engine is a box that sits under the hood. That box is a given size, a given weight, a given cost, and produces a specific power and consumes a specific amount of fuel. It shouldn't be too difficult to decide which one does the best overall and I would even throw in warranty costs to seal the deal. Now imagine applying this to every engine and transmission these three companies make, with the exception of iconic engines like the Hemi, the LS2, and 5-liter that help define a brand image. Those engines should never be shared. But if GM Ford and FCA could combine their powertrain operations, they would save billions of dollars, and most of their customers would never know the difference. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. NASCAR is getting back to real racing, and what an extravaganza this is going to be. Between its three series, the Cup, Xfinity, and Truck, NASCAR is going to hold seven races in 10 days, starting on May 17th. There are a couple of changes, all practice has been eliminated for the opening round of races, as well as qualifying, except for the Coca-Cola 600. And there are not going to be any fans in attendance. And we got some sad news for all you Mustang fans out there. 
Gail Halderman, one of the designers of the original Ford Mustang, died from liver cancer at the age of 87. He is credited with being the first to propose long side vents on the car. It must have been an amazing experience to see the popularity of the Mustang take off like a rocket ship because no one could have really expected that to happen. I've been testing a 2020 Hyundai Sonata Hybrid this week and I've actually got a lot to say about it. The styling is quite well done with some particularly striking details. In its side silhouette, it's quite swoopy with a slight wedge stance. I think the grille looks too wide, but I do like how low the leading edge of the hood drops, which has got to be great for aerodynamics. And the chrome strips that start at the headlamps and run up the front fenders make the Sonata instantly distinguishable from just about every other car on the road. The front part of those strips are backlit, and they really pop at night. The rear and rear three-quarters is where I think this car looks its best, especially that light bar that stretches across the rear of the trunk lid and wraps up into the tail lamps. It really pulls the whole rear design together. The trailing lip of the trunk lid is an aerodynamically sculpted piece that not only adds a crisp end to the car, but imbues it with a smart high-tech look. The interior shows how Hyundai is bringing a high degree of refinement to its lineup. This car is very well put together with impeccably exact gaps and flush fits. But I did find one small quirk. There's a fuel economy readout in the instrument cluster behind the steering wheel and another fuel economy readout on the center stack that you can call up on the screen. But they never quite agreed with each other. The cluster one was always more optimistic. As you can see here, it reads 45.1 miles per gallon, while the one on the center stack reads 44.8. I don't know why you need two gauges and why they can't agree with each other, but what the hey, the fuel economy is fantastic. One reason it's so good is that this hybrid comes with a solar roof, which generates 205 watts under ideal conditions. Hyundai says it can add two miles of range a day, but I gotta wonder about that. Hyundai also thought the Sonata Hybrid would be rated at 52 miles per gallon, but the EPA didn't quite agree. It rates it at 47. Now, don't read too much into the numbers that I got. Most of my driving these days are just short hops from home to the office. I'm sure if I drove longer distances, I would hit the EPA rating. I have to say the Sonata is one of the most pleasant hybrids to drive. It's powered by a 2-liter engine coupled to a 39-kilowatt electric motor, which is about 51 horsepower. Altogether, they produce 192 horses. The throttle responds well, largely thanks to the fact that it uses a 6-speed automatic instead of a CVT. And now for my biggest disappointment for this review. Hyundai still has not released the price of this car. I gotta tell you, I'm dying to know what they charge for that solar roof. The model I drove was a fully loaded Limited, and I'm going to guess the price will come in somewhere around $36,000, including the photovoltaic panel on the roof. And if you're in the market for a mid-size sedan that's a hybrid, you owe it to yourself to go out and take a test drive of this one. And with that, we wrap up all of this week's worth of reports. Thanks for watching, and we'll be back here again on Monday.
Wards is the industry leader for news, data, and analysis. That's why companies across the globe subscribe to our premium service, maybe even your own. Log in for subscriber access now. Check your company's intranet for details and rely on wardsauto.com to keep you informed.